This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Nom.com, and if you love your pet, which I know you do, you're going to want to feed them the finest pet food of all time by going to Nom.com. You can try out some of the finest food available to your beloved pet, your best friend. Everyone loves their dog. You can try out the beef mash, the chicken cuisine, the pork potluck, and turkey fair meals for your dog. And there's many, many more different recipes on there. If you love your dog, you're going to want to give them this food. It's absolutely amazing. It looks so damn good, I would eat it myself. And I'll tell you what, you can really not even tell by the love and affection that your dog gives you after they eat some anomalous delicious food. You're going to see it as well because their fur looks so much sweeter, healthier, and just thicker and just fuller because I'll tell you what, the vitamins and the nutrition, all the good stuff is in this food that your dog needs to grow a healthy set of fur, live a long, healthy life, and be your best friend forever. You can also use our code VOMSHOW to save up to 50% off your first order and get free shipping for a limited time. Go to nom.com and tell them the nerd sent you. This podcast is also brought to you by our friends over at Binoid.com, makers of the finest THC product on the market. They've been longtime sponsors of the show and also been providing me the greatest THC product on the market. I absolutely love Binoid. We've been with them for quite a while now, and they've been good to us. And oh my goodness, I love their product. I started off with the capsules, then I moved on to the vape pens, then I started rolling my own with, with the flower, then I got the pre-rolls because I got lazy. Doesn't matter. This stuff is absolutely amazing and will make you feel good in many different ways, mentally, physically, and it will just improve the quality of your life. You have to try this stuff out. It is changing the way people are living their lives. Binoid, B-I-N-O-I-D.com, and also our sister website because it's so big. There's so much business. We had to open up another website, Blooms Hemp, B-L-O-O-M-Z Hemp.com. You can get wax dabs, pre-roll flour, capsules. You can get the cigarettes. You can get the pre-rolled blunts. You can get the the vape cartridges. You can get the uh, gummy bears, the gummy worms, the sour diesel patch. You can get the, uh, the the wax, the dabs, all the hoodads and all that shit. I don't even understand. There's so many different ways now to get THC in your system. It's blowing my mind. You can even get soda cans, seltzer with THC infused in it. This stuff will get you laced up. And I will also tell you a little secret here. We now have psychedelic mushrooms in three different flavors, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, and white chocolate. This stuff will send you straight to heaven if you have a couple of bites. It is phenomenal product. Very safe and secure, lab-tested THC. And, oh my goodness, I can't believe it. We have mushrooms. I will say it again. This stuff is phenomenal. You have to check it out right now and use our code NERD to save 10% and get free shipping on any order at Binoid.com and Bloom's Hemp. On with the show! Episode of the often imitated, never duplicated Voices of Misery podcast. And of course, I'm one half of your dynamic duo, the nerds. I'm the nerd, and you are. Nerdette. How the hell are you doing today? It is Monday, and it is fucking cold still. I thought you said it was supposed to get warmer. I was fine until I came in here and fucking stupid bitch faces on the damn TV. I don't want. Where are the cats? Oh, there's some cats coming. And uh, I got some cat stories for you. There's a lot of cat stuff coming. But Rachel Ray's on the TV because I'm having a very bad day. I don't know what the hell got into me. 
but I woke up this morning and I felt like an old man for the first time. Like everything was just hurting. I came out there, I was limping. I told you, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? My knee was all banged up. I fucking rammed it into the bed the other night by accident, waking up at like two in the morning to pee and I wasn't paying attention where I was going. And that came back, that injury came back and now I'm all kinds of messed up. But we are here and we're going to do this show today. And what the fuck have you been watching? Have you been doing anything? No. No. Nothing. I caught up on the Challenge Home Turf, the YouTube series that they got going on. That, that's about it. What's the YouTube series about? What are they like? Is it like a talk show recap? It, um, I believe it's going to be eight episodes, and it's basically eight different challengers, and they, they talk about their home life and then about their challenge career. Mm-hmm. So I've watched, I think, four episodes now of, on four different people. It was good. You came out when I was watching it yesterday. And they were showing a clip of a fist fight that went down. That was really brutal. Oh, that's right. That's right. I fucking looked it up. It was so bad. You, yeah. t- you told me to look it up because how bad it was. It, it was bad. That dude's eye was just gushing mm. blood. It was nasty. That's back years ago when it, they were younger and they were drinking, party, and like fists would be flying. Like it's it's a lot tamer. Before the networks now. decided it was a bad idea to give a bunch of young people to make a name for themselves, unlimited alcohol. Uh. <laughs> They're, they're, they're a lot tamer now. I I mean, they on the podcast they talk about they they still drink. You just don't see all that crazy shit as much anymore. But you hear it probably in their voices when they're getting all loud and shit. <laughs> I got time. Unless it's a really good fight, they do still show like really good like verbal arguments and stuff. And yeah. once in a while, but nothing a like fist the one I saw. Thrown. No, not like that. That it, it used to be bad. Like just to describe it super hard, what the fuck happened? There was this guy Dan. I think his name was. It was it was Darrell and Brad. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember what season it was. Darrell is exactly what you would think a Darrell would look like if someone said picture of Darrell in your head. And then this guy Brad would look exactly what you think a Brad would look like. (laughs) And this Brad guy was extremely intoxicated. He was like this juiced up white boy with fucking steroids in his system and alcohol. And he was like, I'll fight everyone in this room, bro, 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 bro. And this black dude was so chill. He was just sitting there not doing a damn thing. And a bunch of guys to one side, a bunch of guys to the other side, just sitting there watching it. Guy is obviously drunk, just completely annoying drunk. And this dude's challenging to to a fight. He's like, I can't beat them, I can't beat them, but you look pretty weak right now. And he, he's insulting this guy to his face, and he showed unbelievable... I gotta give this dude Darrell credit. He gave un-fucking real restraint. Because mm-hmm. anybody else would have fucking knocked this dude out cold. The guy has the nerve to put his hands on Daryl because he's being so chill. Daryl's just so chill throughout this whole thing. He puts his hands on him and then it's it's on. It's like, you put your hands on the guy. That was his line. Yeah. Fucking A, man. Immediately, guy gets up and is in this dude's face. Guy falls down and then punches are flying. They cut away. And then it cuts back to the aftermath of the fight. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. This dude's eye had like another fucking eye growing on top of it. It was The other bad. guys had to lift him up off the floor yeah. and place him on a bunk bed. And he wants to fight could... them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Put me down. It I'll was... fuck you up, man. Oh, my God. It was just... It was bad. If anyone wants to look it up, if, even Dude. if you don't watch the challenge, it was a good fight. It was Brad and Darrell. Busted open, bloody face. Yeah. And you don't really see blood on TV, but they showed... It was it was a mess, man. And then afterwards, <laughs> they were doing, like, the aftermath, like, commentary of the fight. And he's like, you know, like, I little out of hand. And he's got this fucking, like, other face growing out of his head. And, like, what the fuck? 
That is the definition of fucking around and finding out right there. That should yeah. be the example clip that they show to every single person. Do you want to keep talking shit because this is going to be you in a second? Watch this clip. I'm, I'm going to make yeah. you watch this and then bring it aside if you want to keep going. So they showed that clip yeah. on um, the Challenge Home Turf, and it was Darrell's episode. So it was like all like his career and his home life about his kids and all that stuff. It, it was good. He's funny. I like that guy. One thing so, I do want to add though about the fight mm-hmm. was after the fight, Everybody that was there watching it were trying to jump on that guy, Daryl. Like, it was his fault. Yeah. Like, oh, well, he didn't have to hit him. This guy was in his face. Like, I cannot stress enough. He was in his face, pointing in his face, insulting the man, screaming at him, challenging him over and over again. And then he finally put his hands on him. That is, that, that's that's it. Yeah. How much further are you going to push? Did you put your hands on me? What, are you going to go grab a weapon and try to kill me next? At some point, mm-hmm. the person talking shit, I don't care how, how innocent they are because they're drunk, they got to get put down. There, there's been some good CT and Adam. That that was a good fight. Like, I, there's been some awesome fights on that damn show, man. Just, they should make it like a compilation, freaking no fights of, of all the freaking badass fights that used Type to go on down. YouTube. It, it's there. It's got to be there. I should look it up. With a bunch of stupid fucking heavy metal music, all drunk, just and some dude <laughs> talking for twenty minutes in between the fights because he's got to get himself over. People yeah. want to watch the fights, so it'll be. I hate YouTube sometimes. I really do. What else can do? Well, that's it. So I, I caught up on that. I, I was behind on two episodes. I completely forgot about it because it's YouTube. Yeah. Who thinks to watch a freaking show on YouTube? So I, I, I forgot about it for two weeks and I, I caught up and that's about it. Well, being a Karen has paid off for old nerd again and I think this might be a new career path for me, man. I had a bad experience with the with the Zevia cans where like half the fucking case I got was empty there were empty cans, remember that? And I, and I was yeah. like, what the fuck's going on with you guys? This, this isn't the first time. And they sent me a bunch of free ones. I'm like, oh, that's all I got to do? Cans closed. Like, they weren't open. There yeah. was, it, there was just nothing in them. Completely sealed. Empty. It was the weirdest <laughs> was thing. They, so they weird. weren't even sticky. Like, they leaked. It was just fucking empty yeah. cans. Like, it was odd. It, it happened multiple times that yeah. month. Multiple. And it's not like the box feels lighter because they, they were placed in such a way where the weight was evenly distributed. It wasn't like all on one side. It was like one in the middle, one in the front left corner, one in the back. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? You couldn't even tell. But anyway, they sent me a bunch of free coupons. So they made right by it. I got a head shaver in the, in, in the mail I ordered from Amazon. And these things were normally pretty decent. But the one I had, I loved. And it finally started dying. You know, the, the engine was, or the motor inside was dying. It wasn't really cutting as well. I had to buy a new one. Solvent Online, that was Prime recommended. You got the Prime credit card. We love you guys. You're starting to order a lot more. We love you guys, so we're going to recommend this one for you, right? I'm like, okay, boom, click it, because Amazon would never steer me wrong. They sent me this piece of shit, and it, I had it for like five minutes. And I'm like, yeah, and I came out there, and I'm cussing the whole time you hear me coming out the hallway, and I'm throwing it right in the garbage, like, fuck this thing. Throws it in the garbage. Does it even, like, say... I'm going to get a refund. No, in the trash it went. Yeah. I'm not going to sit there and go to the fucking post office to mail back. I mean, the thing cost 40 bucks. They said it was like this great thing, a discount yeah. prime recommended just for you, nerd. So I'm like, yeah, fuck this. So I'm like, I'm not going to waste my time, but I am going to waste my time while I'm on the shitter fucking writing a quick review. So I just buried this thing for a paragraph, and then I just put it up there. And I'm like, yeah, fuck them. Fast forward a couple days later, I'm getting a $20 Amazon gift card. So there yeah. you go. <laughs> so yeah. I'm gonna keep on doing this. I think it might be a new thing, just like that movie with uh, Chris and Bell that I was watching the other day, where there were couponers. I, I think this might be the new thing. But they're valid complaints. I mean, the stuff that I had, I haven't lied or anything. The, the, the product stuck, and I did order another one, and that one came in the mail, and that one's fucking phenomenal. So, besides that, I've been watching some TV, and I watched Friends. Obviously, I'll just get that one out the way. 
not a lot of great standout episodes. I'm almost done with season nine, which means the last one is next. And I'm, I'm just about done with Friends. And, I, and I'll be done with it by Wednesday. I've just been watching Gossip Girl a lot more, and I'll be getting mm. into that. But there's not really a lot of standout episodes. It's, it, it's, it feels like it's kind of coasting along using the same old jokes, the same old episodes. Like, they're kind of running on fumes at this point. They knew it was kind of ending, I guess. And um, there's two episodes that really cracked me up. It was one where, I guess, the baby said its first words. At least they thought it was. And Rachel's like, oh, the baby said his first words. Like, what did it say? She goes, Gleba. Yeah. And everyone's yeah. like, Gleba's not a word. And then she's trying to say it was. And then she, they fucking run to the, uh, the dictionary, dictionary or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, Gleba. And it was like some fucking weird-ass scientific word. And Ross falls <laughs> for it. Yes. It's going to be a scientist? <laughs> I thought that was freaking hilarious. And another episode that I really liked was when uh, Rachel went to visit Joey on the set of uh, Days of Our Lives. And he was doing a romance scene. Yeah. And she and she was all into it, and she fell in love with Joey because she fell in love with the character. And then he asked her to like, "Hey, can you help me do some of my lines at the apartment?" And she was like listening to him get in the character, and she was like all in love with him and shit. That was funny as hell because you see her like really like you know fall for Joey, and that was something I thought they missed the mark on. So I was happy to see they only tease it for the one episode. They kissed, and I'm like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. But they tease it for one episode, then they move on to the next thing. That's what I really like about these shows is that uh, oh, and uh, another thing was Phoebe was massaging. Rachel, and then she looks down and she sees her shoes. It's like a fucking, and she was using some Swedish accent. Yeah. And Rachel's trying to trick her. And Phoebe's normally really stupid, but she's like, what's the capital of Sweden? And she fucking knew at the top of her head. She's like, God damn it. She's trying to trick her and she just keeps getting the questions right. So that, that was a good one. This show's freaking great, man. It really is. Um, I'm going to miss Friends when it's gone. I'm so glad that you liked it. I am going to miss Friends. That's good. I, I think, I, you know how you got the Friends merchandise when we went to the store? Yeah. I would actually buy a Friends t-shirt of Monica and Chandler. Oh, that would be nice. The other characters I don't care about. Yeah. And it has to be Monica pre-2010. Because <laughs> I already have a Freddy Krueger t-shirt in the fucking closet from post-2010 Courtney Cox. Another thing I watched was... Um, do you want to get the Gossip Girl? I'll talk about the other thing first. The other thing first. The other thing first. Okay, so this was recommended in the chat the other day, on the live chat, for one of our new friends of the show. And this one was called Can I Tell You a Secret? Mm-hmm. On Netflix. And... I thought it was a TV series, and I'm happy it wasn't. This was a documentary, like a true crime, about this guy who went on like various social media websites where women are posting pictures of their big asses and shit. Yeah. He was becoming obsessed with them and taking over their lives, like contacting their families and shit, and just like threatening them and just really causing fucking havoc, like cyber stalking the shit out of these girls. And he got over 60 of them in like a few, like, 10 year span over the years just going after him massive fucking federal case they were going after this guy trying to find out what the hell he was doing and shit in the end he only got 9 years they got reduced to 8 and these girls were pissed off like they demanded justice and he was really fucking with their lives he had he, they had a bunch of them on this documentary talking don't really want to give out too much of the details because I know people like the juicy gossip and shit but he was really fucking with these girls it's, it's definitely worth a watch um but one thing I did want to say about this was, like, if you're a person who's putting your stuff like that on social media and then getting mad when guys ask you for pictures when they see you in person or asking for an autograph or whatnot, if you put yourself out there and then you bitch about it, I mean, what did you think you were going to get, you know? Like, that's my whole thing about this. They don't deserve to be stalked. They no, definitely don't deserve to be stalked. but you go out there and you're half naked posting pictures yeah. and stuff, like... You're kind of asking. For, I'm sorry, yeah. and I'm a female, but you're kind of asking for it. You're, you're you gonna are asking for it. Put That's... your your whole body out there for the world to see. Like there are, you know, there's psychos out there. 
I mean, I know what what the awful comparison is. Is like, oh well, you're telling the girl who walks out with a short skirt does she deserve to get raped? No, that's not no. the thing. That's not it. It's it, it's completely different. But like, you're 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 putting no one something deserves out that. There. But yeah, it, once you put it out there, in a different way. It, it's yeah. Any stalker, lunatic, killer, whatever is can see that at any given moment. I I just I don't know. And plus, like I I, I know that was gonna come up. And I know someone's going to be thinking that immediately. Well, I think they're going to say, well, if a person deserves to get... No, they don't. No, Because that no. person's not advertising their, their goods. Right. They're not out there with their freaking, you know, They're walking in a parking lot their... and getting grabbed. Yeah. That's something... That's... They don't have their Instagram account tattooed on their back and they're walking around in, in a bikini, like, flaunting their shit, you know, how great their lives are and, you know, teasing to go on this other site to pay money because that's what they do online. Like, they have their Instagram page, they show a little bit of a bikini and then they have their, if you want to see more. Yeah. And that's what these girls were doing. They were OnlyFans girls. I mean, these were professional. And, and great. That's a great career for them. They're making money. God bless them. They're doing it the right way. They're not out there fucking selling drugs or hurting people. They're just putting their body out there. And I think that's a, you know, I, I think that is a legitimate way to make money. It, it, it is. It's, but it's shit comes with the territory, man. I, I think anything can. sucks. Yeah, it does. It, that's the flip side. You have to be prepared for that. Maybe take some of that money you're making and put it into security or something. If that's, you know, and you shouldn't have to do that. But people are fucking crazy. You got to take that into account when you go into a profession like that. Yeah. I mean, like, even with what we're doing, we're talking about st- politics, stupid stories on the news and shit. We've had bullshit incidents happen where people try to email, say nasty things and whatnot. And whatever. Oh, yeah, we had one a couple of years ago that they were going to come find us because we gave enough landmarks that they were going to nail us fucking, down. Please. And we're like, okay, please. Please do it. Just make sure you kill me. I will stand there and... Sh- Don't give a fuck. Please do it. You'd be doing me a favor, motherfucker. But seriously, I don't. I mean, you, you, I mean, if, if you're gonna target someone, target someone that would be fucking upset by this. Yeah. I don't. I, not people that don't give a fuck. But I mean, it's just, it's just stupid. I, I just don't understand it. I mean, these girls were acting like a, like a horrible act of crime was committed against them, and it was. But you know, just because you're putting stuff out there doesn't make you immune from criticism. Just because you have feelings, you know, that you're you're putting yourself out there and you're expecting comments only to be good. And there's going to be some bad comments. There's going to be some bad apples and bad actors that are subscribing to your website. You're asking for people to pay $10 for a picture, but you wouldn't even give them the time of day if you see them on the street to take a picture. Because this guy found one of them. And was just trying, he was like, you, you, you were mean to me. And that, and that was his, his basis for going after this one. Because you treated someone else wrong, you know? And, like, that was his thing. I mean, maybe show a little grace, a little dignity. Maybe be a little smarter. Use your head if you're going to be into this thing. This guy was a piece of shit, though, you know? And he got exactly what he deserved. I think the penalty was a little fucking mild. Eight years for ruining people's lives and stalking them and making them feel unsafe. I mean, that's punishable by death, in my opinion. Because you're, you're fucking with someone else's freedom. As long as it's consensual and, you know, you're, you're putting a product out there, they're paying for it, and then they're just doing what they want to do with it, then that's, then that's a transaction that's complete. But you take it a step too far and you're messaging these girls and you're going after their families and pretending to be them and shit. This guy was a fucking maniac. <sighs> pretty, how many, how many was episodes was that? Two. It was only two. two. It, it was like 50 minutes each. It wasn't the best documentary I've ever seen. I mean, if you're into that kind of a thing, that's yeah. your... I mean, like I, I sent it to you yesterday. I'm like, oh, remember this from the chat? And I was like, check this out. And I watched it today. It was all right. You would definitely like it. Gossip Girl. Let's XOXO. get into that show, man. That's my favorite thing. XOXO is my favorite goodbye to a TV show. You don't have to do the end. Just say XOXO and it's the fucking... I don't even know what to say about the show, but it's, it's very forgettable for me. It really is. Like, I finish watching a show and I immediately forget what I watched. It's, it's, it's just... It's not one of those shows that I retain information on really well. Yeah. And I watch it and I find it to be a decent show. It's just not... 
it hasn't done what one uh, one life to live. I keep wanting to call it that. One Tree Hill. Yeah. One Tree Hill got me in like the first episode. Something about it got me. It, it it just pulled me right in and brought me along for six seasons of greatness and then three seasons of garbage. Mm-hmm. But this show, it never really did that. I'm into it. I definitely am. I like the characters. I like what's going on. But it's just a little bit too much. Too much, I guess. I, I don't know. It's just a little too excessive. Blair and Chuck are great together. Yeah. I like them as a couple. I hate Chuck by himself. I didn't like Blair in the beginning, but she grew on me pretty quickly. And now I find her to be much prettier than Serena, which is weird. Because <laughs> yeah. at first when you were watching, I'm like, oh, Serena's great. But I thought or I, I thought she was someone else. I thought she was the girl from fucking Nightmare on Elm Street movie, Katie Cassidy. I looked at them, I'm like, wait a second. And it all made sense the other day when I'm looking at these two. But anyway, I don't like the Serena actress. I like the character. Mm-hmm. I'm still Team Serena. I'm not a fan of the actress, Blake Lively. I don't know. She's got this weird mouth. I don't fucking know, man. She's just she's just not a fucking good actress at all. Her, her really character drove me nuts, man. Yeah. Drove me crazy. And the show with her and Army Hammer, the guy who played Gabriel, I was doing a little bit of a... Because we talked about him on the show. And yeah. during the research, I remember him and Blake Lively had some kind of spat where he called her a fucking cunt or some shit. Oh, God. In front of the cast. And I looked it up and he did. And that's why he was off the show so quick. Cause I'm, like, what the? I'm like, this guy was on the show for like five episodes, it seemed. And he was just gone like that, you know? And I, I feel like they were going to maybe try to stretch that storyline out where he was scamming everybody with the money. Yeah. And then he just kind of, boom, gone. And uh, that was that whole thing. That That's where I left off was that with her and him. And uh, there's a storyline going on with Doofus. I call him Doofus. Fucking Dan's dad. I cannot stand that son Rufus, of a bitch. Okay. I don't like him at all. And the whole crap with him and Lily and that like child that she gave up. Yeah. I feel like he was completely fucking irrational. Like he's been about every single thing. I feel like this guy, something happens to him. And he just ruins his whole life and he takes out everybody else. I just, I don't like him. The whole shit with his daughter where she wanted to like be emancipated and shit. And he was... He's always depressed about something. I don't fucking like Rufus. I, I don't know what it is about him. I don't know what it is. I just don't like the son of a bitch. Did, did you liked Rufus, didn't you? I did. I don't like him and Lily together, even though I like I Lily. I loved them together. Oh, this is what did it for me and him. Okay, so there was a storyline where, where Gabriel took the money, and he didn't know about it. So See, Lily's like... I can't like, remember this Gabriel character at all. Like, you keep talking he was about on the show this for, guy being on the show. He was on the show for him. half a minute. He came in, and he scammed Blake Lively. She thought she was married to him. He, he talked like this. He was like this okay. fucking, you know, he was a fucking... Yeah, I don't remember that at all. So, but like, okay, yeah. so what was the situation? So, Gabriel took his money and was supposed to invest it. The money, oh, that, uh, that storyline, okay. he was all happy. He's like, I'm going to get married to my girl and my money. So she found out because Dan found out and he, he went to her and they want to go to the dad. And she's like, don't tell him, I'll take care of this. She was going to like give the money back in installments behind his back without him knowing. She's got the money for it. Yeah. He found out about it, came to her, and was so butthurt. I'm thinking in my head, like, this is a woman that's got her man's back. She's about to get married to him. There, that is not charity. That's the woman you're going to marry. That's your partner. It's not charity at that point. You're making a life together. Her debt's your debt. Your debt's her That's the way it works, right? Rufus didn't see it that way. He was bitching her out, wanted to call the whole thing off. He was so insulted and pissed. Angry storms out there. I'm like, yeah, this guy's a fucking bitch. So I don't like Rufus, and I and that made me love her and hate him. So now yeah. I'm now I'm, I'm a big Lily fan, and I don't like Doofus at all. Cannot stand him. I also hate Jenna, the sister who fucking tries way too hard to look like Joan Jett. She was supposed to be Queen Bee, and her and Blair were fighting for a little bit, and she was like the young one who stole the dress because she didn't have money. 
Remember she stole the red dress because she didn't yes. have money to fit with the yeah. friends of that one. Her and her and gay Eric. I don't I don't care for her. I liked Eric. You liked Eric? I don't like that motherfucker. You tried I, I sabotaging I, her at the I, escort I, ball. Yeah, I liked him. <laughs> what the fuck am I talking about? But I also I know him for revenge. And I liked him on Revenge. So when he when I he showed up on mm. this, and I'm like, oh, this character's not too mm. bad. It's kind of like the same type of character. So, it, yeah, he didn't bother me that much. Well, he tried, like, sabotaging her at that ball or whatever, where she was trying to get a good escort, and everyone was trying to get, like, the most popular guy to be their escort at this thing. And he went behind her back, and they were friends. And I don't even know what caused the rep between them, but I get, maybe he was jealous, and he was, like, going after her. She was treating him and his friends like shit because... Because she's Queen B. That's, she's okay, Queen that's B. Right, yeah. and what the fuck? I'm, she I'm was a grown trying, man. I know. What the fuck am I talking about? But Blair's not there anymore. She's Queen B now. <laughs> what the fuck am I... They sit on the stairs. That's their spot. I love the stair sitting. she had her friends... I'd be sitting right with them. She had her friends like fuck with the with him and his and yeah. his friends. So, yeah, that's what, it, that's what caused the rift, man. But then another one of my characters showed up and saved the day yet again for her. Nate showed up and was her yeah. escort and fucking... Helped her out again. Mm-hmm. I, I think Nate is gay. <laughs> I really do, and I like I like him a lot. He is my f- favorite male character. I'll, I'll go ahead and let me say he's my favorite of the male characters. Serena is still my favorite, even though uh, he looks like a. I don't know. I, I, I'm thinking Blake Lively's a man. I, I do. The more I'm looking at Blake Lively, man. I I said when I'm you start, said how I'm, hot she was, I'm I, like. I'm Are you telling sure? you, I'm telling you, man. It's, I, I really, I thought, she, I thought she was Katie Cassidy because whenever you're watching, I was just walking through and I thought she was the actress from fucking Nightmare like, on Elm Street remake, and I'm and like, I that was a hot actress. I don't think she's ugly. I just think she's average to me. She's no, not. I, I think don't think she's, she's beautiful at she, all. I think she's butt ugly. Okay, see, I see I her do. as average. She's got a weird mouth. She's extremely tall. Her legs are very mannish. Yeah. She's got very mannish features. Her voice is deep as fuck. I think she was created. A different way, and then you type in Blake Lively's a man online, and some interesting shit pops up. So, oh God. yeah, I I don't know, man. You can't trust these people anymore. Everyone's trying to fucking take their body parts and become something they're not. I don't can't think trust she it. did that. But the other one I thought was was ugly in the beginning. She grew on me, and now I think she's very pretty. The um, Blair, yeah. But I still don't like her character. Mm-hmm. So so I can like a person. How do you and like not her, her mate? I can't remember her mate. Hilarious. Name. The I fucking maid. loved her. Yes. <laughs> I was like, is that the one I'm going to marry? Is that going to be my new grandma? What the fuck? It's a little inside joke there. Uh, so anyway, I got some news for you. And this was sent in right before the show. And it said how much we liked the uh, Harry Potter series is coming out. A TV show? A TV show. Yeah, I had no Max, idea. And now I'm kind of like, okay. Yeah. This could be good. So uh, yeah, that was a note sent in. One of our listeners there. So it said sometime in 2026 that's going to be coming out. So hopefully I won't be here to see we'll, it. We'll forget by then. Hopefully I won't be here to see it. But Max is really doing some good shit, man. Uh, and, and it's, I guess, J.K. Rowling met with the studios in London to discuss the series. So it's going to happen. And I don't know. So she's not canceled it anymore? I mean. She's okay? She, she, she'll never be canceled. <laughs> that kind of money. She, fuck that shit. The same people that are trying to cancel her would take a fucking loan from that bitch in a heartbeat. Yeah. So they're, fuck these fake ass bastards. So AT and T, remember I was talking about uh, old debacle that they had where they like went down for like twelve hours or some shit. Yep. They put this thing on their website where they're offering everybody a, a credit. Can you guess how much that credit is for twelve hours of lost service? Let's say you're the CEO of AT and T, a billionaire. Yeah. And you're like, listen, service was down for my customers for twelve hours. These a lot of these people rely on their phones. Twenty bucks. Twenty dollars credit. You would give them twenty bucks. 
You know what? Twenty dollars is actually pretty generous. It's only twelve hours. Yeah, and you think about how much your bill is per your month, bill, and you divide like, that by seconds. I know yeah. how high our bill is because we have four. Yeah. Twenty, but it's twelve hours, man. Yeah. I'm not going to give you half off your bill. It's twelve. It's not even a full day. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad I don't work for them right now. Holy shit! Can you imagine the fucking phone calls? There were mobs of people outside the stores. I sent you a picture. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. How oh, fucking many people? Five dollars. Oh, five bucks. Damn, they went real low. I was like Ugh. 20 bucks. 20 was very generous. I mean, people would have been happy with 20, I think. I don't bucks, think so. 20 I mean, people are never going to be happy. I think people are expecting like a, a free month or something. Mm. Like, people are greedy. Well, and they don't under, like, it was literally uh, as annoying as it was, it was only 12 hours. And you really, it doesn't cost that much for. You see, you think, think of this argument, though. Yeah. For us, it doesn't matter. If the phone was not for 12 hours, who gives a yeah. fuck? Yeah. But if I own a dispatch company and all my guys work off AT&T and I can't get a hold of them and people and my customers can't call me to get rides for a cab or whatever, or they can't like you know get whatever good okay, I'm trying to businesses, sell. Okay, businesses. But there are businesses. You, uh, you worked at AT&T. Yeah. So you, you guys, people that work there know what business deals they have. Yeah. Those companies should actually be compensated. Yeah, see, I know because I, I, I used to work there. I'm thinking about those right. people like, holy fuck, that's a lot of money missed out right Because they do have huge business companies that they, they give phones to and discounts and stuff like that. Yeah. Those people should definitely get something because they, they get lost like, work. They, they should probably get half off their bill. Regular people? You're just a regular customer. You, Five bucks? Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Be you didn't happy post you a anything. fucking naked selfie on Instagram. Fault. Yeah, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. But I mean, I, I've seen it, and those people aren't. I, I I would say half off would be good for those bits. Cause yeah, yeah, if I agree. You, if, if your phone's down for twelve hours and you're a landscaper, I mean, people are calling. Hey, I want to get my lawn cut. That's thirty bucks. You missed out on two calls. That's sixty bucks. Three yeah. calls, ninety bucks. Whatever you're charging, you're missing out a ton of money of these motherfuckers yeah. that you rely on and pay your bill to. If you're late, you can't. I mean, you. you you're going to get a fucking bill from them. You're going to get a late bill. You're going to get late fees. You're going to get all sorts of hammered on charges, reconnection fees, activation fees for buying a product from them. They charge you yeah. to buy a product from them. How fucking arrogant is that? An activation fee is the biggest slap in the face because you're like, hey, I like your company so much, I'm going to sign another contract. Okay, that'll be 35 bucks. You yeah. should be paying me, motherfucker. I want to. I have options. I'm the one keeping you in business. <laughs> I have fucking options, man. I can go right across the street. I can do this and do that. Cell phone companies are fucking trash. They really are. But there you go. Take your five bucks. And uh, if you AT&T customers want, what you can do is voicesofmiserypodcast at gmail.com. You can send that five bucks to our PayPal account. And we mm-hmm. will appropriately uh, forward that to someone who gives a fuck, meaning my bank account. All right. So let's go on into it. Do you got any good stories today? Uh, I got quick quick stuff, man. Quick. Well, that's I, okay. I was supposed to have plans today, and then those yeah. plans fell through. You want to like talk usual. about that? You want to talk about that real quick? Go, go ahead. I was I had plans to go to my dad's house, yeah. and as everyone knows, after like years of this podcast, every time I have plans, they always fall through and have to be rescheduled. Well, they're rescheduled for next weekend, so we'll see how that goes. Whatever you can't say, I'm not trying. If I'm trying. No and they cancel every time. Like, I can't, like, people might think I'm great. Well, it, no. they live around the corner. Why aren't you going no. to visit? Like, they, I literally make plans. You do. And then they they cancel. 
So it's like, what, what do you want from me? And then I get nasty texts like once in a great while. You never ask us how we're doing. Yeah. You never come over here. What do you like? I'm just like, dude, I try. Well, what do you, you want? You gave up. I mean, I, I stopped caring. I stopped guy, caring. There was a guy who had a spreadsheet for every time his wife said no to sex and he brought it to her with evidence like he had like dates and times and the reason what she said why not and shit mm-hmm. very detailed you should have done that with them as far as like hanging out like hey I, I called you on this date at this time she said this you should do a spreadsheet there it's were so many so times when so, we first moved here you wanted to go to the beach do this and do that yeah. with them they would cancel and cancel you keep trying you were getting upset and then I gave up I was like I'm fuck these people I, never, I haven't talked to them since that the first year, it was literally, we made plans. We made plans to go to the aquarium. We made plans to go to the beach. We made plans to go out to eat. We made plans to do blah, blah, blah. And they canceled every single fucking time. And so we were just taking the kids out. Like, it was just the, our, us. And it's just and then that Christmas debacle, which I won't get into again, th- that freaking happened. So then you were completely done. And done. I just, I kept okay. going. And I kept trying. And kept trying. And now I'm done. I'm just like, I keep trying with these people. I just don't understand it. You wouldn't order And like, nice they're gift. old now. They're older. Yeah. Like, they're in their 70s. Like, you know, time is short at this point. I, I, I don't, I don't, whatever. Like, and then seeing everything you're going through with your grandfather, I'm like, you know, I really should go back. Yeah. So I made plans and fucking canceled. So I, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. It's some bullshit. It really is. Oh, man. it's so aggravating. They fucking blow up. You went and got him a nice gift and you're like, oh, you even and told them days in advance. Said, like, I got you something I want to bring it by. That's exactly what I said a couple days ago. I'm like, look, I just want to stop by and drop this off. I got you something. And they still cancel. I'm like, wow, I even have something and they still cancel. So <laughs> maybe I need to buy a case of beer. <laughs> so pretty you much. want me to come over? Pretty much. Hey, hey, I have alcohol Hey, hey, I stole some of Nerds edibles. What the fuck, you like, know? I don't know what else to do. I try. So there it's you go, bullshit. people. It's we'll really see. is, man. We'll see what happens next week. I don't but know. But that's the kind of guy that I am, though. Like, if someone does that to me a couple of times, like, no, fuck me. No, fuck you, motherfucker. I haven't talked to him in how many years now? I, I have time. no problem time. doing it, man. Six or seven years now. I'll do it again. Fuck that shit, man. Those motherfuckers. There's some fucked up people, dude. Yeah. Up there. All right, well, let's go on into it here. So Google, uh, I got a couple race-related ones here. Yay. These are fun. These are fun, man. People know I like these, so I got these sent in. Uh, so Google pauses, and this is and this came from a listener named Charlotte. Uh, two of them, actually. Uh, Google pauses AI chatbot's image generation feature after accusations of racism toward white people. So Google's paused it. Uh, it was a chatbot feature. You know what chatbots are, right? It's like a stupid AI thing. You type in stuff, and it'll give you an answer. It's like you're talking to someone, but it's a computer. Oh, okay. People talk about them, but I don't pay attention. I, I don't use it, obviously. I yeah. have no idea. I tested it out. Did you? It's very stupid. Okay. It's very dumb because it's slanted. You know the person who created this shit is a left-winger. Because you say certain things, you wear it a certain way, it'll give you this perfect answer. I was asking about COVID-19, and of course, it was everything was scientifically based. This is the greatest vaccine ever. Oh, it's safe and effective. I'm like, the second it said that, I knew it was bullshit. Anyway, the chatbot was accused of refusing to generate images of white people after Frank Fleming, a writer for the Daily Wire, scripted content, repeatedly asked the chatbot whose next-generation model, Gemini 1.5, was implemented last week and offered image generation for such images. You can create captivating images in seconds with Gemini apps, Google had enthused. From work, play, or anything in between, Gemini apps can help you generate images to help bring your imagination to life. To create image, users can write simple prompts for the AI bot, with Google recommending these to begin with words like draw, generate, and create. So there's a new game out there that people are trying. It's to get Google Gemini to make an image of a Caucasian male. I've not been successful so far, this person wrote on X. 
In a long thread, uh, Fleming began by asking for an image of a pope. Historically, uh, popes have been white men, but the chatbot posted images of a dark-skinned man and woman. I've tried to trick it by giving it negative prompts, asking it to make a prison inmate, a gang member, and a dictator, but it won't make any negative prompts. These AIs are such wet blankets. Um, trying to come up with new ways of asking for a white person without explicitly saying so. So he tried multiple ways of getting a white person's picture to show up, mm. and it would not. Whenever he would ask for traditionally white things like the Pope, mm. it would show pictures of, of, of black people, which is like, what, what the fuck? Very fucking weird what's going on here. That was intentionally created because AI just doesn't do what it wants to do yet. It, 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 it works based off of the, the command prompts that a human being put in there. Yeah. You can't just create something. Like, we are not gods. We can never create a fully functioning thing, an independently created device that can think for itself. You know, it, I don't think we're capable of doing that. There's only one entity that could. That's why we're here. I don't think we can do that because we don't have that power. You know what I mean? I, I feel like AI is always going to be exactly what it is. It's going it's to be sold to you one way, but actually implemented a different way. You know what I mean? I, I honestly think it's always going to be this way. No matter what you do, it's always going to be just spitting out words that people are going to believe because they think it's artificial intelligence, but it's really someone else, you know, someone else's words. That's fucked up, man. I, I just think this is so weird. Like, he, he asked for a bunch of different things here. He asked for... Uh, Give me an image of someone eating a mayo sandwich on white bread, and it shows an Asian woman, an Indian man, a black man, and uh, some Indian woman. So, really, f generate an image of a Viking. Black Vikings. Yeah. I don't even think that was a thing. Generate an image of a guy who looks like his name would be Seamus was one of them. Seamus. He got one white guy. He got one white guy, an Indian guy, did black guy, red and a redhead woman. So that was that was the one that did it. Generate an image of a guy who looks like his name would be Seamus. He didn't have red hair. He was a white guy with blonde hair. But there was oh. but there was a, a, a woman who could have been white or something else who had red hair. Really fucking interesting stuff there. Hmm. So that's my prediction for AI. People are people think it's real. People are downloading this shit by the millions. You know these apps and whatnot to use it. It's never gonna be what they think it is. It's always going to be manipulated. And that's what you always have to remember, man. Everything that they put out and tell you it's free, it's innovative, it's the future, it's it's manipulation. And you can't trust it. I don't trust anything <clears throat> the motherfuckers are putting out there. Oh, boy, this is going to be fun. Oh, God. Illinois bill changes definition of abused child to include kids whose parents object to abortion, transgender hormones, and surgeries. Hmm. House Bill 4876, which was introduced in early February, also shields doctors from liability if they prescribe such treatments to minors who do not have parental consent. Can we just stop there and just fucking be done with the show for the day? I mean, they're trying to make doctors immune from mutilating children who come in without their parents' consent. Hey, kid, do, do your mom and dad's... Hey, is, how are they coming in without their parents' consent, though? How are they, how are they getting they're there? They're kids. They, they do they're their kids. research. They think they're trans. So they look up trans centers, and they find a friendly face. But they need a ride. How are, they, how are these kids getting there? I'm sure, you know what? I'm sure they call these places, and that place will send an Uber to their house for them and pay for yeah. it. Because they're so desperate to get these kids in there for these fucking surgeries. And the parents who have no idea, they get the bill for this shit. 
Anyway, and it empowers the Illinois Department of Children and Family Services to step in and, if they deem it necessary, remove the child from the parents based on a new definition of abused child, and that does include those new terms we talked about. According to the legislation, which imbues minors with the same legal sta uh, status as adults with regards to consenting to medical treatments and procedures related to abortion and gender transition, consent to the performance of abortion services and gender-affirming services executed by a minor is not voidable because of such minority. Oh my God, I can't believe it. So, additionally, doctors who prescribe and perform such treatments and procedures are directed only to make a reasonable effort to ensure that the minor in question has an understanding of the risk and benefits and are exempted from any liability, either civil or criminal, for the participation in the minor's treatment. Because they're, because what they're doing is, is, is they're trying to make this a legitimate, like, medical thing. Like, oh, you feel like this is what you are, then this is now considered a medical issue. Therefore, jurisdiction goes to the doctor and it's not the parent's concern anymore. Like, you, you have no say in it, basically. They're taking it from the parents and giving it to the state. Yeah. And the state is going to incentivize these doctors to perform these fucking procedures. You, do you think this doctor gives a fuck if he's cutting off some other kid's dick? Do you think that doctor would, would cut off his own son's dick? Do you, think that would, do you think that would happen? Any of these doctors performing, do you think they would do it? Do you think these fucking people why in office... Why would they want to? I don't understand why the doctors would want to. If I was a doctor, I'd send them somewhere else. Money. Money will make people That's do terrible. horrible things. Look at my fucking cousin. Yeah. People will make money. I mean, money will make people do some fucking stupid, nasty, deplorable shit. Yeah. So. I don't know. God. All the money in the world ain't going to save them before they're going. I, I fucking pray these people get their fucking just desserts, man. Because there ain't no way you're going to fucking tell me that this is right in any way. I don't care... How smart you are. You cannot make a fucking defense for this kind of behavior. These parents are giving birth to these kids that are just allowed to do whatever the fuck they want now just because they're being led in a certain direction by these evil fucking people. Well, you remember like maybe two years ago, like when all this shit really started hitting the fan, like two, three years ago, where people were coming out and saying that you have to ask your baby's permission before you change the diaper? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Like... The people, people are being fucking crazy. Like I, 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 I just, remember. I don't understand. Like I really don't know what the fuck is happening. I'm mm -hmm. glad our kids are getting older. I fear for grandkids. any future grandkids that we might have. It's and I fear for my nephew. Like it's because he's a baby still. Like he's tiny. Like this, this world is fucked. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. It's so screwed up, man. I just I can't believe this is where we are in society right now. I never thought we'd be... I mean, if you would have told me this shit 10 years ago, I wouldn't have believed it. No, I wouldn't have either. 20 years ago, I would have laughed in her face, called you a fucking idiot. Uh, it, it, this is just insane behavior. And I feel like the same people 20 years ago wouldn't feel the same way they apparently do now about these same issues. Yeah. You go to Joe Biden 20 years ago and be like, hey, Joe, what do you think about black people? He would tell you exactly what he's talking You know, Joe Biden's a fucking racist bastard. Everyone knows it. But also, if, if, if you go to, like, any any one of these fucking hardcore, you go to the, who the fucking, that stupid fucking idiot that talked about the stars, that black dude, um, fucking Joe Rogan had him on his show all the time. He's this fucking idiot. I know he thinks he's so about, funny yeah, and I, smart and shit. He looks down at everybody. He's a fucking yeah. idiot. He's like this astrophysicist guy. Him. He's yeah. like the biggest, like, oh, trans rights, trans rights, putting put trans people in women's sports. Get the fuck out of here. I, you would have brought that to him 20 years ago he would have laughed in your face I guarantee it mm -hmm. guarantee it man what the fuck is wrong with these people this is this is where we are now I don't know yeah. well I, I got a, a new food 
<laughs> we go from that heavy ass shit to new food <laughs> if anyone's hungry. Yeah. On February 26th, which is today, which is, yeah, Monday, Kentucky Fried Chicken will embark on a culinary experiment uh, that blurs the lines between fast food innovation and global curiosity. Neil deGrasse Tyson. That's it. I had to, I had to look it, it up because it was going to drive me crazy for the rest of the show. Um, <sighs> claim to fame. I, I watched the show. Yeah. And he had a relative on the show. And they, they guessed the, his name. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, who is this? Who is this? Like, I've never even heard of He's a scumbag. He's an absolute scumbag, and he's a moron. He's a fucking. I had to moron. look him up, and, and and I'm just like, oh, okay. It's like just shut up and talk about stars, you fucking idiot. You can't. <laughs> you don't know shit about anything else but the fucking stars. All right. They're introducing the cheesa to their menus across the United States, a mashup that places two extra crispy fried chicken fillets beneath a layer of zesty marinara sauce, melted mozzarella cheese, and crisp pepperoni. KFC is quick to clarify: this is not pizza; it's cheesa. A creation that defies traditional categories. It actually sounds really good. Uh, the cheese's journey began in 2015 in the Philippines, marking the start of a, an odyssey that would see the KFC exclusive across continents, from Korea to Taiwan, India to Thailand, and Europe to Latin America. Now it's America's turn to experience the cheese, a product of culinary globalization, served up in fast food contexts to commemorate the cheese's statewide debut. KFC is transforming a New York City outlet into a cheeseria, a pop-up event that underscores the novelty of the offering. They're inviting patrons to experience the glo- this global sensation firsthand, free of charge. It's actually, we never go to KFC. I don't even know where there's a fucking KFC around here, but that does sound good. We pass by one when we go a certain way from yeah, the beach. Yeah, and we never, we never go that We way. never go there. There's two that I know of, because there's two on that road. We went to one of the places. It was like a warehouse, and we bought uh, we bought our, 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 our water thing yep, there. Yeah, yep. our, uh, probably got to do that power wash. Power washer, yeah. Oh, but that sounds good. Mm-hmm. So people need to go out and try it. KFC has good food, though. I'm like, I'm, I'm not hating on them. We just we just never go there. I, I thought KFC was probably the best chicken joint out of all of them. You know, we got Bojangles down here in the south, which is complete garbage. <laughs> uh, we never ate at Zaxby's, and I would never eat there now because fucking stopped eating like fried shit and whatnot. But there you go, man. KFC's doing some good things there. Mm-hmm. But not Microsoft. That's a company doing horrible things. They're bragging now that they're paying white employees less than non-white employees despite having the same job title. Listen, I'm just, I'm done being white. They're bragging about it. <laughs> they're bragging, openly bragging about paying white people less money. You know what? The world has changed. I just don't understand why we even have to fucking live the way we do. Like, what? I thought we were supposed to be like getting this. better. We're, we are. So it should be equal pay all around, right? No yeah. matter what the hell the color of your skin is or sexuality or whatever. Excellent. We're supposed to be moving forward and, and getting better. Well, pay shouldn't be equal. Not Well, depending on experience and stuff experience, like that. I'm not saying qualifications. it shouldn't depend on your race or yeah. anything like that. That's no, not, yeah, that's not yeah. fair. Yeah. Like, that, that's ridiculous. They're like, flat out saying that they're paying white people less because they're white. But like same job title. I mean, like if you and I, for instance, work as a cashier, but you've been there for 15 years. And I just walked in the door. We shouldn't have the same pay. Oh no, no, that's not what I. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just. I'm thinking about like the title of this article yeah. here. It's like, oh, the same job title should get the same. No, they shouldn't. No, because. The one that's been working there 15 years has experience. Yeah, you deserve it because you put the time in. You got raises. You got merit raises and whatnot. You know, increases. So let's see what happened here. So Microsoft bragged about this whole thing. 
The admission came from the tech giant's 2023 diversity and inclusion report, which outlines the company's loyalty to the agenda. All racial and ethnic minority groups who were eligible for rewards combined earn $1.07 equal pay for every dollar earned by U.S. rewards eligible white employees with the same job title and level considering tenure. So it's 1.007 total pay for every 1.000 earned by white people. So they earn like 0.007 more, which is like fucking a drop in a bucket. But it's something. So they were putting it in there as like a plus one. Like, hey, this is what we're doing, you know? So you can be on one side and be like, that ain't enough. And the other side, be like, why if we get paid less? And it's really like non-existent. It's just a, it's just, it's just, it's just a talking point. It's just a talking point. But it goes on to add that U.S. Uh, black and African-American employees are in 1.004 and Asian employees are in 1.012 for every 1.000 earned by U.S. rewards white eligible employees with the same job title level and considering tenure. So even, so, okay, so this is saying so they have the same equal, experience. Same yeah, experience, same tenure. Equal. They get paid a little bit more. That, that is still bullshit. I mean, yeah, that's, that's not bullshit. Right. I don't care if it's like less yeah. than a penny more or whatever the fuck that stupid yeah. weird decimal thing was. It, it, it just, if you have, if everything is the exact same, then the pay should be the exact same. It should be, yeah. I mean, like, if, if, if you and I get hired at the same job at the same time, then yes, it should be the same. Right. The example I gave earlier was if you had 15 years, I right. just came in the door, we should. That's, you're right. But the example that they gave here, then yeah, I mean, it is it is bullshit. I don't care if it's, I mean, like, if I got hired at $17 an hour and you got paid seventeen ten. I, I, I would question it. Like, why the fuck does she get 10 cents more an hour? We just, we, I mean, we were talking in the interview process. We were waiting to get called in. We we're the same. We were in training together. Like, yeah. that would be some bullshit there. Unless it's an experience-based job. Like, yeah, because, like, some jobs take that I'm, into consideration. When I worked at the last grocery store I yeah. worked at, and I worked there for a decade, like, I came in off the street having six years of experience of doing cakes. So yeah. I came in, like, I, I wasn't paid minimum wage. Like, they, yeah. paid, they gave me a, a decent thing. And... I'm sure I got paid more than a couple of cake decorators there. Just because, I I mean, I I had a lot of experience. They, they didn't have to fucking train my ass. I, I came right in and knew what the fuck to do. And then again, can we also say this too? How about we, we get rid of minimum wages? We get rid of all this wage discrepancy bullshit and let the worker directly negotiate with the employer. Like, okay, so we have a base. Like, you come into a job... And you're like, hey, I got this month's experience, and I'm the employer, and I'm like, all right, well, I see, I like your resume, everything looks good. Our base is ten dollars an hour, but you know, I'm willing to offer you twelve. And you're like, no, well, I want fifteen because I got this, this, and this. Well, we can't do that. Let's do thirteen and a half. No, I can only do fourteen, twenty-five. Okay, fourteen, twenty-five. Let them negotiate, and see, because that's... then you accept what you think yeah. you're worth, and if it ain't good enough for the company, you walk, and everyone's fucking free to go. You can't bitch Some about your people... pay that way. Don't understand that though, and my sister and her husband are prime people. Teach it in school, then. They they they're trying so hard to move down south, but they think yeah they're going to get paid what they're getting paid in the north. You got to get into a union no. job. I was in a union job, so I kept my pay when we moved here. It right, was fucking you awesome. actually I think got a raise when you moved down. I here, did, yeah, because because union, yeah, yes. yeah, that's union suck, but, but not like, in that case. They keep interviewing and like they get to the negotiation process, and my sister's like, "Well, I can't afford less than this." Bitch, you need to like downsize your vehicles and yeah. shit. Like, calm down. Yeah. Because People in the stuff don't get paid like you. Know. It, and the cost of living is different. It's it's different. I mean, like she's struggling up there. 
Right. Down here with that same pay, you'd be a fucking, you know, baller, but you're not going to get that But you're not going to get that because... The yeah, but the way it living works, is less. you know, accept $10,000 less per year, mm -hmm. but live $20,000 better. You've got to fucking manage this people, shit better. People just, just yeah, some, some people just don't understand that concept. But stay in this state that forced a vaccine on you and your yeah. fucking unborn child sucking on those giant titties. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next one here. Star Wars actor Billy D. Williams addresses LGBTQIA plus rumors. Billy D. Williams, Mr. Colt 45, Lando from Star Wars. I have no idea who that is. Billy D. Williams, over 80 years old. Oh, okay. All right. Star Wars? Okay. Okay. I have to, yeah, I had to see the face. I'm not good with names. Billy D. Williams. All right. Best known for his role as Lando Calrissian in the Star Wars franchises, addressing the rumors of him being part of the community. 86-year-old actor. Do we have to address it? Like, is it anyone's business? Dude, he's 86, and they're going right, to claim Right, he's him. lived his life. Who gives a fuck? Who cares? It's just... Well, he put something out there. Oh. He spent nearly 80 years both on screen and on stage, but he also spent most of his life in the arts industry, even beginning life as a painter. Now, for the first, and he dropped some bombs here, too. This, this is a good one. The Star Wars actor is letting down his walls fully as he is opening up about his decades-long career and his memoir, What Have We Here? When promoting his new memoir, Williams addressed those rumors that he was part of the community, which many could have said ruined his career. The actor says he was always comfortable hanging out with members of the community and, attended, and he admitted to attending secret gay parties in the Metropolitan Opera's basement. I kind of want to read this book now. I wonder if he names people like fucking, uh, they were naming about Puff Daddy's parties about that power bottom TD Jakes just getting clapped the fuck out, dude. Can you imagine this guy on TV talking about how great God is and fucking going to church and shit? He's like, everybody, hey, we love God. He's just getting his cheeks clapped and shit at my, by some dude. It all seemed very normal to me, he shared at that time in his life. I was around it all my life, so I never really gave it much thought. When promoting his book, he spoke of those rumors claiming they never bothered him. I've been called a closet queen, he told Page Six, adding, but I don't pay much attention to any of that. This comes a few years after Walt Williams, who was the first black character in Star Wars, referred to himself as a colorful person. Now, listen to these words carefully of what he says. He goes, I think of myself as a relatively colorful character who doesn't take himself or herself too seriously, he told Esquire at the time, uh, adding, and you see I say himself and herself because I see myself as feminine as well as masculine. So oh LGBTQ advocacy group was fucking, they jumped on this one, man. <clears throat> they then took to social media to congratulate him for coming out and living his life as gender fluid. Oh my God. He never once said gender fluid. I mean, everybody has a little bit of feminine side. Every person has that side, you know? Yeah. We're not that different. We're different, obviously. Men and women are different, but we're not that different emotionally we are but we're not at the same time I mean, we could have moments like men can cry women can be tough you know what I mean and we're we're interchangeable in that aspect where you can you can share some characteristic traits you know like some women can be the more dominant person more assertive person some men may be more meek and shy it's just a personality thing you know and they took it and were like yeah you're gender fluid Billy D it's just fucking threw them into that just like they latched onto the gays and lesbians they fucking jumped on that shit I fucking hate these people. I fucking hate them. I, with every fiber of my being, I fucking hate them. I, I just do. These, these, these activists, these rights, these liberals, these bleeding heart fucking scumbags are just hell bent on just perverting everything in the world. Everything decent. 
everything evil started with something good. You can trace everything back. Like every every evil thing we're talking about comes from some shred of like decency and goodness that they may have in them. But they just fucking go left and right and perverted with this shit. You take a look at the fucking message about you know uh, gender and fucking affirmation and whatnot. You think about the tiny little bit of goodness about it. Hey, if someone feels a certain way, you should be there to support them. Okay, let's stop there. Why does it have to be? And you have to cut their dicks off, and you gotta believe them, and you're a fucking racist and a bigot, and should be canceled forever. Like, whoa, I agree with you. If you feel a certain way, we should accept it. But okay, you feel that way. Cool. Now move the fuck on. But now it's just like now we gotta have it in classrooms. You gotta do this, and then they just take the, you give them a tiny little bit, and they take this fucking molly, you know, and go crazy. There was a phrase that was coined by Carl G. Jung, who was a psychiatrist, who was a contemporary of Sigmund Freud. And they had a splitting of the ways because they had different ideas about the, what do you call it? Consciousness. Unconscious. It's collective unconsciousness. He he told the undefeated about the way he feels. So he was just saying it's something that in his conscience. He said he identifies as a man that he's not gay. So he had to come out with a statement after they claimed him as a part of this community. Whoever does his account or whatever went online and was like, yeah. And they clarified his comments. And they were like, he's not a part of this community. He's, he's a man. He identifies as one and he's not gay. So there you go. So stupid. Yeah. He he kept going. He's like, uh, there was a phrase called anima animus, and it means that as the female counterpart of the male self, and the animus is the male counterpart of the female, he continued. He says, that's what I was referring to. I was talking about men getting in touch with the female side of themselves, which is something that we we have it inside of us. Like, I watched The Notebook and thought it was a great movie. Does that mean I'm a fucking woman? No, it's just, I, I liked it. It tapped into that part of me in my consciousness and person that likes that kind of shit doesn't make you less of a man you know like being a man is admitting like you can you know do certain things and you're still confident in yourself that's what it is you know and that's i think that's what he was saying because billy d williams is always a smooth guy he was always the ladies man back in the day colt 45 he had a smooth voice he was a singer he was a fucking he was fucked all sorts of hot women he he was he was a bad motherfucker man they're trying to bring him down in this shit fuck that so there you go go check out his book what have we here he's not sponsoring the show but he should have <laughs> I didn't expect myself to be the fitting Billy D. Williams so hard today. <laughs> well, I have an update. Ooh. I guarantee everybody's been wondering what's what's happened to them. So, mm. officials at a British zoo said a plan to curb the rude habits of their famously potty-mouthed parrots is showing some promising early Ooh, results. I forgot about them. The, Lincoln, the Lincolnshire <laughs> Wildlife Park... <laughs> said in uh, January that its eight profane uh, parrots would be moved in with its flock of 92 more polite birds in the hopes that the badly behaved birds would pick up some more family-friendly words and sounds. We could end up with a hundred swearing parrots on our hands. Only time will tell, Steve Nichols uh, said at the time. Nichols said the parrots seem to be doing well after a few weeks with the rest of the flock. It's early days... It's early days still, uh, but it's been a good start. We haven't heard any of the really crude language, Nichols told BBC. Mm. Of course, people are still walking up to the enclosure and swearing in front of the parrots, hoping they will copy the words. People are such assholes, man. Can you imagine just being a bird and people are just cussing out all day? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm just, all I'm doing is just being cute and colorful and looking up at the sky and people are telling me, fuck you all day. Uh, Nichols said that while the swearing seems to be slowing, one parrot has picked up a different sort of annoying habit. One of them has taken to singing We Wish You a Merry Christmas over and over again all day long. 
which is fine in December, not so fine in February. Wow. <laughs> he says signs warning guests of the potential for abusive language from the birds will remain in place for the time being. So they're they're doing better. But now the one is singing a Christmas carol like over and over and over again, which is probably going to get the other 99 birds to start yeah. doing it too. So, so <laughs> we wish you a Merry Christmas all day long. I'm about to take you on a quick fucking weird high ride of mine that I'm on right now. I right? want to see. The, I really want to see these birds. I'm gonna take you on a quick ride here. Now, there's a cool, interesting theory I just came up with of why birds can mimic people's talking and shit. It's because some animals can actually do that really well. Cats are one of them, surprisingly. Yeah. Cats, when they're out in the wild, I was watching a video a while back of this cat that was like mimicking sounds perfectly from animals in the wild that it was trying to hunt. It would hear like a bird call and then its meow would sound just like the fucking bird call. And then it would like do it enough and then learn the exact sound to get it to come down and trust it and then it would fucking kill it. And other animals, it was like mimicking the sounds the cat would listen for and then all of a sudden you would hear the cat make that same noise. I think that if human beings were like smaller than cats, they'd be fucking hearing us talk to each other and they'd be fucking mimicking how we talk and shit. I think you only do that to things that they want to kill. That's why idiots that talk to the cats all day and they just meow back. You're like, shut the fuck up. Well, cats are awesome. Well, I think Sherry knew that we were going to have a lot of uh, heavy-handed topics today. So she wanted me to let you know she's got your back girlfriend with some lighthearted things. Yeah, she let me know. She's like, I'm not the one that's sending all that stuff in. And I'm like, I know, I know. No, no, no. no. I, I, I would never... Ever, ever, ever. Throw Sherry under the bus for that. But I am going to throw under the bus for this one for making me talk about baseball. Because MLB players have an issue with their new uniforms. The pants are see-through. Oh, my God. Why? So you can see all their vaginas because baseball is a sport for pussies. Okay. So there you go. I had to throw that. That was a good setup and fucking delivery. We did not rehearse that. That was a good one. Major League Baseball has new uniforms this season. While they've been deemed performance jerseys for their lightweight material, some of the players aren't too happy with the look. Major League Baseball Players Association uh, Deputy Executive Bruce Meyer confirmed on Thursday that the organization is relaying different concerns from players to management about the uniforms, but many of the complaints are concerning the pants. The problem is that they reveal too much. It's disappointing that we've landed in the place where the uniforms are the topic of discussion. Each conversation with the guys is yielding more information with what we're seeing. This is from uh, Tony Clark, the MLBPA Executive Director. And uh, they were pictures of these things online, and they, they look like regular pants to me. I don't know. But Nike, which designed the uniform, said in a statement, we always put the athlete at the center of everything we do. We work closely with MLB players, teams in the league, to create the most advanced uniforms in the history of the MLB, which are lighter and more flexible. So, uh, yeah, they're trying to say these pants are see-through, but they're, they're not. They're just really lightweight material. And it's one of those ones like breathable pants because you're an athlete and it's hot as fuck. But are they see-through when the sun's shining directly on them in a certain way or angle or something? And what happens if they get wet? That's what I was thinking. Maybe maybe when if you're sweat, if it's raining. that could yeah. be the problem. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. That's weird, though. I mean, it would actually get people to watch that fucking sport, probably. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, you definitely want breathable. Because yeah. <clears throat> uniforms, they probably like that polyester, the yuck. Yeah. That terrible... Freaking material. I don't like it. I, I would want the thickest pants I would if I'm a baseball player because you slide in the dirt and shit, getting cut up your legs, getting all cut up, you sliding all the time. Yeah, bruises and stuff. Yeah, bruises running around. I mean, really not doing much in baseball, like spitting sunflower seeds around in the fucking dugout and drinking beer and shit. <laughs> These idiots go out there and pitch a fucking perfect game. That's Chewing not a gum. sport. I will, I will, baseball's not a fucking sport. 
Oh, God. Well, I we had to stand it. out there for hours and hours and hours. Yeah, and hours. well, you know who else does that? A fucking landscaper does that shit. Are they a fucking athlete? I mean, they don't do a damn thing. I they understand. Run. Yeah, they, they, they hit a ball. Kids in school do that shit. <laughs> it's it's such a fucking cornball game. I, I cannot stand baseball. I fucking hate everything about it. It's just, it's dumb. It's it's a hobby. I mean, you could do that shit from, from the age of three to 85. You could see old men's senior leagues they got out there, and they're actually pretty decent. They're wiffle ball and shit they're playing yeah. I don't know man I, I get it's America's pastime but you know what so is racism and is that good no <laughs> oh my god Sherry also wanted me to let you know that she's gonna end this one on a good one today okay so one horse went from the kill pen to a ward ring with a teen hmm. seven year old Texas uh, was waiting final auction at a kill pen three years ago but now he competes with a team from Eastwood High School the horse was once waiting for slaughter to become an award-winning barrel racer. This one's out of Bluffton, Ohio. T.F. Barr-Freckles, also known as Texas, was in a kill pen in Texas three years ago waiting for a final auction. So, I hate that they do this they to animals. to kill? So, like, like you, you have to pay for the right to kill a horse? Is that what these are? A prob- no, I, maybe it's uh, they auction them off so they don't get killed. Oh, like if someone wants them. Oh, oh, okay, okay. That's what I would think it is. Well, that's bullshit. Yeah, because if you're gonna that, if you're man. gonna kill it, just give it to someone for free that has yeah. you know What's, a good home for it or whatever. The fucking thing? Or how let many, it fucking go somewhere. Is there a sanctuary? Would, how many people would want that fucking horse? Man? I would love a freaking horse if I could take care of it. I would, I would be never so go to happy. an auction because I mean, are like, is is there a minimum buy-in? I mean, if I go in there and I'm like, hey, I have one dollar, no one else wants yeah. it, they're probably no. Because we want money. It's all about money with yeah. these fucking people. We'd rather kill it than take a dollar. It's a beautiful fucking animal, man. Horses don't bother anybody. They are not predators. They're prey. Release it in the wild. It would keep from, it would keep these animals they from killing They put racehorses down when they break their leg. I, I hate that too. But like then so again, I, I, I do think there's a health thing with that. Like, they become useless. But then again, you're the one that put them in that position. Otherwise, right. they'd be grazing fucking grass somewhere being happy. Yeah. I, I hate uh, it. I am not some fucking like... big animal support. I, I, I guess I am. I'm just not very vocal about it. I don't really talk about it much, but... That does enrage me that they would fucking kill these poor animals that someone would gladly take care of. Or you don't even have to just fucking bring them somewhere and let them go. Donate them to a good program. Yeah, what the fuck, man? Put them at a sanctuary. Like, they could help, like, put them somewhere where they, uh, special needs kids can go in and, yeah. like, learn how to groom them. And, exactly. Like, they, there's shit you can do with these freaking animals. I don't understand fucking it. Fucking A, man. I, that fucking dude from, uh, the, the, the dude from Southland has got the ranch. See if he would fucking have room for him. Hey, man, you want these free horses? We're going to kill him. I'm sure he would be like, yeah, fuck it. You know, there's so much yeah. places for him. And just put him in Montana and let him run. It's fucking bullshit. But let's get to it. See, we're getting all pissed off here. The horse was malnourished, underweight, and had issues with his feet. Uh, Skylar Unruh. Owner of Ace Performance Horses in Bluffton decided to rescue him. I thought this horse may never make anything, but I can certainly get him healthy, he said. As Unruh began to work more with Texas, the horse showed a lot of potential. He kept showing signs that he was different. Olivia Cox, a 16-year-old student at Eastwood High School, has always loved horses. One time he went to a festival and they had ponies, and that really started it because it just kept progressing, her father Gary Wagner said. Cox competed with a few different horses before Texas and met Unruh when her other horse got loose at a competition. Unruh and his fiancée, Claire Sample, offered to help Cox with her horse. From there, they began working with her. Cox and Texas became a competition team years ago. They participated in barrel racing, racing around three 100-gallon barrels in a clover pattern. I don't know what the fuck that is. I've never seen that. The goals are on the course in the fastest time. Over the past few years, they've won countless awards. Texas holds three arena records. Look at that. 
made it to the finals a huge competition. So all <clears> that <throat> horse needed was a little Love tender and to be head. taken care of. It was malnourished and shit. No one probably like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking animal. Mm. <sighs> so Cox and Texas and I'll qualify for the Huey Junior Patriot National Show next month in Fort Worth, Texas. They're resting to prepare for the fucking competition, and you know what? I hope they win. I'm, they I'm glad support. that this family took it in. Yeah, man. You know how many other stories there could have been yeah. like this that are just being used in a classroom and fucking Elmer's glue bottle right now? And can't you make glue any better way than killing a fucking horse? Don't we know how to create this shit by now? You're making that's fucking... They, that's how they make Elmer's glue? Yeah, well, I mean, th- that was the old thing. You bring yeah. a horse out back and make glue out of him, you know? That, like, that was always what yeah. I heard. I never heard that before in my life. You never, really? never. You never heard that one? No. Damn, yeah. That's very depressing. It, I had no idea. True. I, I don't know if it's true anymore. I know I know it was true, or at least that was just an urban legend. I don't know. I gotta look it up. Yeah, really fucked up shit, man. Yeah, that and it's funny because Elmer up. on the cover of Elmer is a fucking cow, isn't it? Yeah, I thought so. Because because I don't know because we like cows. Don't, like those are okay to kill because they're delicious. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know, man. I fucking I hate this world. I really do. I was thinking about death the other day, and I was just like, please. I used to be so afraid of it. Now I'm not afraid of it. I'm just afraid of the act of it. I'm, I'm afraid of the suffering part, but the like after the suffering ends and that transition period to whatever happens next, I'm yeah. not worried about that. I'm, I'm excited for that. It's just the act of it I'm fucking horrified for. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I'm going to be going to a good place because I'm a good person. But there's a lot of people out there that call me an asshole, and they be right too, so I don't know where the hell I'm going. It's like a game. I knew exactly what you were doing. You're like, oh, man. I'm like, okay, he's winding up the pitch. He's winding about, up the pitch, He's now. about let's, to say something to say, asshole. Good for you. I was getting ready for you, man, but I was actually trying to figure out why the hell you love this segment so much. I couldn't figure it out, so I came up with that. It, it stops you from talking. As soon as it's done, this 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 interaction right here is over. <laughs> this is it until Wednesday. <laughs> This is it. People think we're fucking like, you know, this happily married couple. <laughs> <laughs> you know, anyone would think that by listening to the show. Oh, God. I go back to my little corner. Yeah. You go back to your corner. And then it's just peaceful. Until I hear the O's all night long and I get yeah. attacked for like, oh, no shit. reason. I think I'm getting fucking heart attacks. Like, yeah. I'm dying. <laughs> Help me. Help me. I'm fucking dying. What time is it? Yeah, I'll have a couple hours of yeah. just peace and quiet. A couple hours for the animal really kicks in. The panic Six o'clock. Up. Like, it, it's on. Oh, my goodness, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's when the sun goes down, the yeah. edibles go down. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> all right. So, let's get on into it here. This person wants to know, am I the asshole? For giving my girlfriend's cat away. Dude, this is cause for a breakup. As many people would say worse. Yeah, this this causes, like, a don't, like, oh, no, nope. I don't even care what the cat did. It's the fact that you did it behind your girlfriend's mm-hmm. back and got mm-hmm. rid of it. I don't give a shit. It clawed the fuck out of your face. Yeah. You, it's not your cat. So, like, yeah, this, this, this oh, man... There would be hell to pay. I really have some things I respect about cat owners. Is that you guys are fucking like daredevils, man. Because you've got this frenemy living in your house that you worship. You bow to this thing's every need. And you are afraid of it. You take care of this thing. You are its owner. And yet you are afraid of it. I'm not. I have never once been afraid. I was afraid of one cat. Spider. That little fucking fat bitch. She she would claw the fuck out of me every time I walked past the fridge. Yeah. I'll, she's the only... And I would try to pet her. 
What is it about kitchens and cats that do weird shit? She would guard that fucking fridge. I think there's something to that now. Now I'm starting to fucking think here. But the whole thing about, uh, what the hell was I, what the fuck was I saying here? I don't know, saying people are afraid of cats. Yeah, I was never are. afraid of cats, never. Dude, it, it's like holding a fucking bomb that's about to go off at any second. Like, you could be holding your cat, being all cute with it. Yeah. Then your cat decides it's too much. And, and then, without giving you warning, you're getting smacked in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and there may no, or may not be always, claw involved. Like, what the fuck? It's, it's always a warning. My cats have always given me a warning because I I would hold them like baby like literally babies they'd be upside down in my arm like babies yeah. just laying there, and then like they would have enough and a paw would come out and like okay in a noise they would make a noise like a meow, and then I'd let them go. Yeah. If you keep doing that, if you keep holding them, then the claw is gonna come out. Like bitch, put me down. I am I done know, getting man. love. I'm done with you. It's just weird. And like if if. You come home from work or something, and it's cold in the house, and you're like, man, I'm going to get under my blanket. And you look at your blanket, and your cat's on top of it. You will sit there and just you, be yeah, cold. <laughs> you <laughs> just, will, because you don't want your feet attacked. Yeah. You slide your feet underneath that no, blanket, man. I get man. the squirt gun and get out of here. That cat is going to town. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They just impose themselves too much. I don't know. But that's a, a cool thing about them is, is, like, you know, they do choose you. And you choose them. And there's a bond there. You know, that that's what I respect about it. So this guy is probably starting off as an asshole here, unless there's a really good reason. I don't, I can't think of another reason. Did it, did it, did it kill your cat? Did, like, it's not your cat, so you can't give it away. Yeah. It's not yours. You give her away. You don't give the cat away. Exactly. There is some background info. In 2016, I was dating someone different than who I'm with now for three years before uh, she moved in for an internship. Unfortunately, about six months before she actually moved, her house got broken into one night. And the thief left the door open and her beloved cat got out. We never saw him again. My poor ex-girlfriend was absolutely devastated by this and cried herself to sleep many a night. It was hard to watch her go through that. Or so I thought. It's been several years since we split and I recently started seeing this girl I met at a bar. When she initially invited me over, I realized that she lived in the same neighborhood as my ex used to and chuckled but didn't really think about it. So we hang out, have a great night, and I leave later on because we both have to work the next morning. This woman somehow ended up with his ex-girlfriend's cat. Are you fucking kidding me? What? Life will sometimes But do still, this shit. at this point, that is your ex-girlfriend, and it has been years. Mm-hmm. He said it's been years since they dated. Yeah. She has mourned this cat already. Mm. So as I'm leaving the house, I notice there's a cat sitting out of my girlfriend's carport, and I figured it must be hers. Fast forward to the next afternoon, we hang out after work during the uh, day. When I pull back up to her house, I see the cat again, and I call it so I can pet it. As the cat gets closer to me, I was shocked. It looked exactly like my ex-girlfriend's cat, who looks like every other fucking cat in the world, because they all really do look alike. I mean, you see one great A lot cat. of them look alike. Like, Jay Hall's cat looks exactly like Periwinkle. Yeah, all right, yeah. that That's right. Except for the cat is obese. Yeah, well, he's got a chunky cat. That is that that is a fucking thick cat. That cat gets munchies cat. or something. That cat yeah. is thick. <laughs> Must but be that makes contact. him cute. He Must just be catching uh, that marijuana contact and eating extra. You <laughs> just want to squeeze. That cat, you just want to squeeze. Yeah. You're so freaking cute. But that cat looks a lot like Periwinkle, man. Those type of cats, they all look the same. They do. They do. So... Oh, speaking of cats, Tuxedo Cat is afraid to come near our house now. Um. Well, yeah, it was hanging out at the next door neighbor's house 
watching the birds instead of on our porch because I think Faith might have scared it a little. That cat was horrified. It was like, fuck that. I posted a video of it. In Discord, and, yeah. In our Discord, yeah. Uh, fucking interesting shit there with the cat. So her cat has some pretty distinct traits, in my opinion. Two different colored eyes. Three pink paws with the front right paw being black. This guy was obsessed with his girlfriend and her cat because he knows every detail of this cat. In a docked tail now, I know coincidence happened and there's just no way because this was way too coincidental. And we live in a pretty small town. So I go in and greet my girlfriend and ask her about the cat. She says it was a stray who randomly showed up one day and she kept it. I ask when, she says probably sometime in 2016. 2016? Yeah. This is 2024. Wow, she man. has had this cat for a long time. It has been years since the other one has seen it. I tell her the cat is an astray, that I know the owner, and they've been missing the cat for a really long time. Mm-hmm. At first, she seems accepting. Then she asked me who the owner is, and I naively said it was my ex. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I don't know why, but her demeanor just changed after that, and she is in no uncertain terms. Basically told me to fuck her feelings when I asked if she was planning on returning the cat. I dropped it to keep the peace, but snuck back over to my girlfriend's house that night. When I got there, I held my hand out and called him by his original name, and he ran right up to me. Because you got your hand out, and you're probably saying it in the, yeah. that cat voice. Like, oh, come here, sweetie, come yeah. here. Thinks you got a fucking treat or something. Yeah. This is a fucking weird I don't like this guy. dude, man. Yeah, he's pissing me off. I would be willing to bet a high amount of money that is absolutely my ex-girlfriend's cat. So I just grabbed the cat and got in my car and drove back home. Dude, that is some bullshit. He comes over at night yeah. and steals the cat. Yeah. He had feelings for this ex and saw this as a golden opportunity to look like the hero to maybe try to get her back. That is such a guy thing to do. Mm. He probably had feelings for her and was like, oh shit, I can get back into her life. Yeah. By making her really happy. What would make her happy? The cat. The cat. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's what he was thinking. After I got home, I called my ex and I told her I'd found her cat. Yep. Called his ex that he hadn't seen or dated in years. Mm. Just weird. Oh he's not God. doing himself any favors. Like, he's not swaying no. me at all. Like, this dude is a complete asshole. I mean, the situation's changed, too. I mean, like, what if she got over not having her cat? like, I, you know, I kind of realize I don't want a cat anymore. Like, it's 2016. Like, obviously, if you're animal is missing for a long long time obviously you want it back but it's also been years it isn't your new girlfriend now has it you can't just go it's not like you found it stray somewhere Mm -hmm. you are dating this person you're gonna steal this person's cat and give it to your ex this this is freaking this is so screwed up she moved back after her internship but to a different county after she heard she immediately got in her car and came over oh my god when the cat saw her, it seemed so happy, like it recognized her. She took it home, and that was the <clears throat> end for the night. After my girlfriend didn't see him outside at all, all day she became suspicious and asked me if I saw him. So I told her I took him back to his original owner because I didn't want her worrying over him anymore. She lost it. Told me to never contact her again, and all of her friends are harassing me, and my friends are calling me an asshole. But I stand by what I did. Am I the asshole? Asshole. He bought it back to its original owner, so it turned out that this was the original owner's cat. I just, I don't know. Ooh. But it wasn't just, it was the ex. This might be the hardest one ever. Because you got to think, I mean, 
And it had been years, and it became someone else's cat. Yeah, but it wasn't. And then he didn't, yeah. but then he didn't even, he stole it. Yeah. How but would you feel right it, now? I would be fucking, I don't know, man. But how would you feel right now? It's been about the same amount of time. If someone was like, oh, here's Periwinkle. I mean, that would be amazing. It'd be, so think about that person's feelings here. Maybe he's not the asshole. He was overwhelmingly voted not the asshole online. Wow. Overwhelmingly. But she doesn't even know the cat is alive anymore. That's the thing, too. Like, I'm, I'm, she I'm, had I'm no towards, idea. Until, I'm leaning towards asshole, too. Until he went and inserted himself back into her life. He had, she had no clue yeah. that this cat even existed. She probably wasn't, was rarely thinking about the cat anymore. Yeah. Moved on with her life. She moved. I, I mean, and then, I mean, it's nice that he did that, but you just, now you fucked the other one. Yeah. Now this one's all upset and freaking grieving. When this one was already done grieving. It was a nice gesture uh, to return the pet where, where yes, it belonged. Yes, but, like, but I don't like it. I don't like it. It makes me icky. I don't yeah. like it. I, I had to say he's the asshole. Too much time passed, and he uh, he basically took this cat that was all right. the ex-girlfriend. Obviously, the cat's being treated well. The ex-girlfriend. I mean, things are done with her, and, and the cat's the gone. The cat's over the relationship. What are the chances, though, yeah. that he dates this one and then gets with this one and they both had the same cat? It's weird. So, so weird. It's it is so weird. weird. It's a weird story. I mean, you can go either way and probably be right on this. Because it is yeah, nice it's and either, If you look at it one way, he's an asshole. Yeah. If you look at it another way, he's not the asshole. You can't so, be wrong on this. I, don't, I guess I'm down the middle, but I, I just don't like it. Because if someone came and stole my cat because they knew it was a... Like, I've had it yeah. for six years. But then yeah. if someone brought my cat back to me, I just, yeah. I don't know. So, like, I... I I mean, possession I is like nine-tenths of the law. The cat seemed to have adopted this new owner. I think it's cruel to the cat to st- they again rehome this cat to someone else. Yeah. That they may not even remember. It's been a long time, and the cat's been treated a certain way by this new person and adopted that new way of living. So I would have to say, based on that alone, you're an asshole, because the cat's fine. She was fine. It's not There's like no it was abused, done. or you found it in the yeah. woods, or... It wasn't like the cat was stolen. The cat's dumpster. being taken care of. The cat's yeah. fine. Leave it the fuck alone. Leave it there. I don't, yeah, I don't, I just, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That that story is tough. Like, because he's an one. asshole and he's not an asshole, depending on which side you look yeah. on. I don't think he's an asshole. I think he made the wrong decision, though. He, he fucked so, up. So, based on the question, I'll have to say, you're an asshole, sir. But yeah. I am wrong, of course. No, I, I think he's an <laughs> asshole, too. Like, you just, you took this. So now, you, you, I just don't like it. Yeah. And why do you care so much? It's your ex from years ago. Because he missed her ever since. Like, the, like, that wouldn't be... And you calling her and stuff? Like, something weird. Because he, he, he went by to see her. She came by the dog. I'm sure other things came up. Yeah, it's weird. I don't... She, she probably knocked on the door. Hey, I'm here for the cat. Yeah, why don't you come inside first? And let's talk for a little bit. Yeah, where's my cat? Oh, I'll get it. Is the cat even fucking here? Yeah, it's in the other room. But can we talk first about why things went wrong? <laughs> I guarantee you he tried to And then to he doesn't even back. tell his girlfriend yeah. that he took the cat. She had to come he, to him. Yeah. Like, Did you see this fucking thing? Yeah, I kind of took it. <laughs> oh man, I I don't even I don't know like if you have grounds for legal at that point. I I mean, it's just a cat at the end of the day. But still, saying it's just a cat's a cop out. These people have feelings for this cat now. She's obviously upset. It's a it tough sucks. one. It sucks all the way around. The toughest one ever, I think. This guy should have just fucking minded his own business. So he's an asshole for me. It's just I think it's so funny that he ended up with someone with a fucking cat. That is just that's cats? unreal. That same fucking cat. <laughs> so weird. That's the house that it ended up at. Yeah. What do you got going on? I got I got nothing. Nothing. It's exciting. Playing that super game. 
tapping yeah, the screen. Playing the game. That's that's about it. Not gonna watch it. You can try watching that thing I was talking about. The uh, whatever the fuck it was called. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. I'm gonna be finishing Friends up, man. It's gonna be a sad thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna finish Friends, watch the reunion. I'm gonna have that uh, review by Wednesday, and uh, hopefully Gossip Girl. I don't know what it is about that show. I like it, but I don't love it. Yeah. But I do like it. I just don't love the fucking show. But I do love all of you, and we'll see you guys on Wednesday. Tell me where you can find us. You can find us at Voice of Misery on all platforms and Voice of Misery Podcast at gmail.com.